This is The Hidden Why Podcast, episode 752. This is my solo rant, and today I'm talking a little bit about my morning routine. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the show. This is a blog. You can find it at thehiddenwhy.com, episode 752. Please have a read over there. And today, this is a reading of that blog. I hope you enjoy. Journaling is essentially a daily practice that involves writing about one's thoughts, feelings, events, and activities that are happening in life at any given moment. When I began focusing on my personal development several years ago, everywhere I looked, people around me promoted the benefits of keeping a journal. I was informed that keeping a journal would change my life. And so my journaling habit began. Recently, however, I have decided to stop journaling. It has been a conscious decision that I have made for a few reasons. For the last several years, my morning routine has, on an almost consistent basis, involved waking up, now that's important, exercise, meditation, and journaling. Incorporated in this routine is usually some positive input, like listening to a podcast or some quick reading. Knowledge or education, I believe, is a good way to stimulate the brain, and motivational input helps spark creative thoughts and ideas, and it's also a great way to bring balance to our emotional state. It can provide us with the courage to keep moving forward. My morning routine gets me in the right frame of mind to start the day. Usually after my routine, I would do some writing or record a podcast. I believe that it's important that we all start the day with an activity that fulfills us with joy. And writing, for me, is one of those activities. These are all feel-good behaviours that I genuinely believe are extremely positive ways to start the day. Now, it took me some time to master my morning routine. It frequently changes and adapts to my current circumstances in life as well. I am also one that becomes easily bored, so changing my routine regularly is a great way for me to keep things interesting so I can sustain the good things in life. In saying that, my practice on a regular basis has continued to involve the big three, and those are exercise, journaling, and meditation. My morning routine generally consumes about two hours each day, and more frequently it's to the higher end of that. I made this possible by waking up earlier, usually at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and this allowed me to focus on my morning routine before most other people started their day, including my families. It is perfect me time, and I highly recommend that you create this time in your own life to get a few of those things done. It doesn't mean you have to wake up earlier, maybe you just stay up later, or maybe you just create some time where you can actually focus on yourself and your personal improvement. I believe how you start anything is how you finish everything. So for me, how I start my day is how I finish my day. Starting my day energized, positive and feeling good began to shift how my day progressed and definitely how it ended. It was a slow process to build the habit and I'm still in that process. However, soon I found that the rewards I received in sticking to this routine began to supersede any pain associated with developing it. Waking up at 5am is still challenging. Putting on my shoes to go for a 5km jog still takes conscious effort. But regardless, I've found that when something feels good, we typically will continue to do it. And that's certainly the case in my experience. Which brings me to the first point of why I have decided to stop journaling. You see, for me, journaling began to not feel good. It began to feel like an activity that wasn't serving any great purpose. It felt to me like a burden. There are a number of benefits on why keeping a daily journal is considered good. These include emotional stability, healing, increased memory retention, raised intelligence, improvement in communication and writing skills, performance and goal achievement, 
discipline, clarity, mindfulness, and even a heightened cognitive ability. There have been scientific studies that suggest journaling improves mental and physical health. One study I found online at the University of Rochester Medical Center reported journaling was ideal for managing stress, anxiety, and depression. It also concluded that by writing your thoughts and clearing the mind in a non-confrontational or vulnerable manner, because journaling is essentially that, it's private and without judgment or fear of exposure, will actually positively influence our behavior. So behaviors like eating, exercise, and the avoidance of addictive tendencies. This article also suggests on how to keep a journal. It's pretty straightforward. Like most behaviors when starting out, I believe the first rule is to keep it simple and make it as easy and as painless as possible. So keep a pen and paper handy nearby. Write just for a few minutes when you're starting out. And this will likely grow as you enjoy the process more and more. It's like jogging. You might start with a kilometer and then suddenly you start really enjoying and you push yourself to five kilometers or 10 kilometers or suddenly you're starting to think about doing a marathon. That's the situation I'm in right now. Start off small and it'll grow if you enjoy it. And also, I believe with journaling, it's important not to overthink it. Write whatever you feel like writing. Put your thoughts to paper and that's it. I personally would write about probably an A4 page every day, and this would take me five to 10 minutes. I would write the thoughts that were on top of my mind for that day, what I wanted to achieve in the day, perhaps my review of yesterday or the previous days. I might reflect on something I learned or perhaps an event in life that I'm trying to interpret or better understand. I would also usually try and include and write down things that I'm grateful for in my life. And I would always try and end with something positive, some self-reassuring prep talk. After all that, I would review my mission statement or life affirmations and get on with my morning routine. Now, I definitely believe that writing down our thoughts is a perfect way to clear it from the mind. It will allow space for more productive and purposeful thoughts as well. You see, we often drown ourselves in the shit talk that goes on between our ears. So putting these thoughts on paper can help release them from our mind. Thoughts appear without control, and then they occupy our attention. Quite often, we attach ourselves to these thoughts. This is how thoughts really direct our behaviors and end up depicting the reality we live. And what of all those thoughts that occur on the subconscious level? They say we're having two to three or more thousand thoughts per hour. So that's a lot of thoughts, and only a portion of those thoughts every hour are on the conscious level, like probably 3%. Writing them on paper, we are better able to assess them, and hopefully, in doing so, we are less likely to attach ourselves to them. We can let our thoughts move on so other new thoughts can come in. Thoughts that remain in the mind can become jumbled and confusing, and they can actually misdirect our lives and become less conducive to the direction we want to go in. On paper, we are able to gain more clarity and see them for what they truly are, just thoughts. I suppose... In journaling, we can release thoughts that occupy our mind and in practice become better at letting go of any unpleasing or controlling thoughts. After years of journaling, I didn't really notice the activity was having any great impact on the improvement or quality of my life. I actually feel that by writing out my negative thoughts and limiting self-talk were doing me more harm than good. And perhaps it was my fault. Perhaps I was at fault. Perhaps my technique and the quality of my reflection may have been insufficient in processing these thoughts. 
Instead of healing or moving beyond, I may have been reinforcing the negative things in my life at the subconscious level. Now, if your subconsciousness is directing in one way, it doesn't matter what you do at the conscious level, you need to convince your subconscious level to be on the same path. And perhaps by writing down my negative thoughts, I wasn't doing that. My thoughts on paper, I felt, were dragging me down rather than lifting me up. One final reason why I decided to stop journaling is due to the matter of time. Now, understandably, it only takes 15 minutes a day. However, Due to changing circumstances in my life, I felt that 15 minutes could have been better used, used elsewhere. And I started noticing that by journaling for 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it was, I had less time for those joyful, feel-good activities like writing and podcasting. And I then realized that actually writing, the thing that I do most mornings, is essentially a method of journaling. It's an activity that doesn't feel like a burden to me. It actually feels good. It brings me joy. And that is just writing blogs like this one. In summary, I do believe there are benefits in keeping a journal. The, the scientific studies that are out there, I mean, the evidence can't be that far wrong. I'd encourage anyone to give it a go. However, like most practices in life, we have to choose those that work for us while being mindful of the purpose. When we are more conscious of why we do anything, we become more purposeful in how we do everything. I've stopped journaling for now because it didn't feel good. It felt like it was having negative benefits. It lacked purpose. And I felt my time was better spent on other feel-good activities. I believe journaling is just one form of self-expression. And regardless of the practice you choose, self-expression certainly can raise our levels of freedom, fulfillment, and happiness in life. Guys, that is the blog today. I hope you enjoyed it. That's my morning routine and why I stopped journaling. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.